You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome to the holidays. Yeah, welcome to December. It is now full-blown Christmas season, so happy holidays to you and yours. Mm-hmm. Hope that Thanksgiving was a wonderful time with family, uh, friends, however you spend it. Um, hope it was a great time that, that you can look back and recognize, man, you know what, Pam, we are really got a lot of things in life to be thankful for. We're, uh, yeah, we're very blessed. <laughs> very blessed. And I think in a lot, in a lot of ways... Uh, we as humans have a lot to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I'm thankful for, we said this last week, and I'll say it again this week, is the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation, who regularly tune in and listen to us each and every week. Um, thank you so much for doing that and also for speaking up about what's going on in your world with questions that you have. Please let us know what's on your mind. 214-702-9565 is how you can call in our voicemail line. Or, as always, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, where emails are the ones that help shape the show mm-hmm. with the topics we may cover or the questions that we will answer, because this is listener-driven radio. And if you uh, like what's going on, jump on iTunes, please, rate and review and leave a comment for the show. Uh, help us climb the charts, spread the word this holiday season as we end the year strong here in 2019, and as we transition and pivot getting ready for 2020 um, quick little heads up some of you may be wondering about the sexy marriage radio getaway which is coming up in june of mm-hmm. 2020 registration will start probably after the first of the year and the years prior we've started earlier right yeah but, why why not this year so this year we are uh in the middle of a website redo and transition and until that is done, I'm not going to start something new. <laughs> All right. You say you don't want registrations to go haywire in case something goes crazy right, in that transition. We, okay. We've got a lot of tech side going on behind the scenes that there's been glitches and we're trying to solve all of these things. Um, and we, it might mean a clean slate. <laughs> and so I want to not add more subscriptions and, and things to it. Gotcha. Uh, before then. So okay. uh, stay tuned. We will let you know. Those of you that are members of the Sexy Marriage Radio Academy get first dibs. But again, the dates are? 18th through the 21st of June. Okay. So they can still mark it on the calendar. Mark it. Come okay. join us. It's going to be a fabulous time here in the DFW area again, and we hope to see you there. So coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio, we've got two questions that have come in via the inbox that um, are really worth exploring. One is the holiday season and the Hallmark holiday movies okay, and what that can do mm-hmm. uh, in some marriages. And then the other is uh, the art of learning how to play with your wife's vagina. All right. That'll be a fun topic. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, me too. And on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there's no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com. We're going to go into a conversation between my wife, Pam, and I about some of the different uh, concepts that were uncovered for me while at the training I did with Schnarch a couple weeks back, Mm -hmm. specifically on the idea of brain regressions. 
That sounds highly complicated. Well, so stay tuned then, Pam. Okay. And and we'll see if it makes sense okay. after we spend a little time going on a deep dive. Okay. So all that's coming up on today's show. So an email just came in since we're in the holiday season that I think is really fitting because the holiday brings about a lot of uh, good cheer, uh, a, a lot of uplifting stories um, for, for some people. Obviously, right. sometimes the holidays can be really rough. Yeah, for, for some yeah, people, relationships, or you're missing a person, or whatever the case. But may be, there it is be tough. definitely here in the Western civilization, there is definitely a romanticized component to holidays. Sure, yeah, right? there is. Yeah. And so this email hit the inbox, and it just says, "Hey, Corey, first, thanks for doing the show. I started listening a couple months ago, and I'm now a binge listener." Love binge listeners. Yeah, thank you. So I have a question and maybe a show topic. It's almost that time of year where Hallmark Christmas movies. My wife loves these movies and watches them often and records them to watch later. I'm not a fan because I feel she gets more distant with me because of them. I've watched them with her, but she prefers to watch them by herself. It seems that most of the movies have this same plot. Girl with guy. New guy comes into the picture. New guy does everything perfect and for the next hour and a half. She then realizes he's better than the guy she's with, followed by a warm, passionate kiss with new Mr. Perfect, under light snow, followed by happily ever after, or some variation of that plot. I struggle because I'm the guy she is with after watching the movie, and I feel she's searching for the new Mr. Perfect. I will admit, I try to be Mr. Perfect, but let's face it, I'm not, nor is any guy. It seems as if this is an exception, and I cannot meet the need and she's disappointed that I cannot meet. So sex becomes a little lackluster and distant. What's your thoughts? Uh, Well, I'm curious if she even has a clue that what he's tying into these Hallmark movies and her watching them, the meaning of them that he places on it. Yeah. Yeah. Does she have any idea? Number one, the meaning he's tying to it, but potentially attitude shift she may have afterward because I guess I can see this I'm I'm personally not a big Hallmark fan but that doesn't matter here because there's all kinds of movies that not even Hallmark that when you I know when you walk away from it you're you can have that same mindset in your head you're a little skewed you you can be Mm -hmm. and I know there's Hollywood we all have that right Hollywood at its basis is an escape industry yeah right it's it's let's create a real world as in r-e-e-l yeah right and it can be that way whether you're thinking oh what if i had that perfect person or Mm -hmm. oh what if that terrible thing happened in my life you know movies about terrible things happening too that can or what if i can drive you into a funk what if i actually (laughs) was james bond right what if i (laughs) I mean, that'd so, be awesome. It, there you go. But but it's it's seeing it as that's what the foundation of this whole thing is. Right. And so first off, you're you're spot on. I think in capturing at, right out the gate, Pam, the idea of does his wife understand the meaning he's attached to this component in her life and in theirs, and what he sees as the result of it. You know, the data. Mm-hmm. How does the data line up? Mm-hmm. On is is she really more distant? Because the other question I've got is how much of this can also be some of his own insecurity 
this can be tapped into. Yeah, potentially. That it's like I read into something more than it is because I'm seeing it, even though it's not as I can I can exaggerate it too. Right? I can magnify it. Yeah, certainly. Because it's coming on there. something of, of my own uh, shortcoming or, or, or uncertainty or insecurity mm-hmm. that, that I just don't feel confident about. Mm-hmm. And so there is, that's, that's the first move to me is, is exactly what you're pointing out, Pam, is this okay. idea of have you brought it forward with her mm-hmm. of, hey, this is what I see and this is the struggle I've got. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. there is an element of um, the romantic v- movie and the romantic novel all the way into the Harlequin novels and some of those that go even a little bit further and more graphic. You know, it's in some regards, it's the equivalent of female porn because it plays off a romanticized view that skews what married life really is and what relationships really are because he's even pointing it out. Mr. Perfect comes in, they kiss on lights with the light snow falling. They lead lead off, and then what happens when then that hole becomes known? Right, because the grass isn't greener on the other side. Right, the grass That's is greener life. where you water it. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. So, so to add to it though is here's the, here's the other thought I've got for him is, and tell me how this strikes you as as a woman. Okay. That. The data's been talked about. Here's here's the you know so that's at least out in the open of here's my view of this. Here's here's my concern. About right. This. So he's voiced that to her, right. and then he he needs to glean from her what she's thinking she's getting from it yep. as well. Yep. And then the other thing I would challenge the husband here is how do you change up the routine? Because one of the things that Hallmark or movies or anything that really taps into the romantic vibe does is. It's a shot of that change. It's the shot of novelty. It's a shot of something, which that's what sparks it in us. Okay. Right? That's what sparks those feelings. Yeah. It's that whole, oh, what if? <clears throat> so my question is, as the husband, how have you taken a lead to implement some of the what ifs into your own relationship? How have you brought in novelty? How have you brought in change? How have you, in a, in a sense, combated it straight up? Man to man. I mean, I love the concept. This is what I've done with a lot of husbands that have come in where a wife has had any any levels of infidelity. That when for a lot of men that really thrive off of a competition, when you can get it framed as, you know what, I'm going to make sure if, if this other guy or this, this movie is in her world, it's a competition. It's them or me. Best man's going to win. Right. And I'm not going to knock them down to win. I'm just going to win straight up. Right, And so you come forward with, I'm bringing my best self. I'm bringing and implementing some change. I come home during the season and say, hey, I've already got it all planned out in my mind. And I've even got the hotel, the kids are arranged. And I just come home and I tell her, look, you got one hour to pack. We're leaving. You need to put this, 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 or this range of stuff. And we're going. And just implement something completely different than maybe your normal routine is. Well, and... You know, that's a topic we've used kind of across the board, right? To to fight boredom in a relationship yeah. or to fight, uh, we always do sex the same way right. or, or, or whatever it is. Um, bringing novelty into a relationship enhances so much of the relationship in so many aspects. Right. Um, not just interest in one another, um, fun and play with one another. Uh, it 
combats a lot of things. Right. And so some of it is because it's very easy as a couple and for sure as one member of the couple to just get caught in the, yeah, this is just our routine. I mean, we're in that right now with the the stage kids are in Mm -hmm. and the schedules and even just comments of, hey, we didn't get this done this fall. Well, yeah, tell me a weekend we could have, you know, with the kid or (laughs) just because everything was packed, but you could still figure out ways to and I try to do this with you. Mm-hmm. I'll be heading towards your office because I looked on your calendar and saw you had a, a free window during lunch. And I'm just hoping that that rings true, that nothing snuck in and just say, I'm on my way. Let's go to lunch. Right. Right. And it's not a, I'm asking. It's just a, I'm trying to implement something different that I think that's different rather than the text of, hey, can you do lunch today? You know, mm-hmm. I think all of those are just little variances that I think make you start to be more like the new guy in the in those movies. Yeah, taking a lead, um, showing interest in her, being mm-hmm. proactive in that. And creating we things like that. that you know speak to her. Right. And take the lead on that and, and see how that goes. And so I applaud the effort of wanting to address some of the things. Mm-hmm. So let us know how that goes. 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. All right, so implementing something new is is kind of what we ended with the last little segment. Yeah. Of how do you change it up? I applaud this husband in in the email that he sent cuz he's recognizing something and is willing to ask for some help. So kudos to you, sir. So here's the email. Hey guys, I recently started listening to your show and I have a few questions. On one of your episodes that I listened to, you talked about how sex should be fun. My wife and I have been married for almost seven years and can both count on maybe both hands the amount of times sex was actually fun. I was wondering if you could help us with that. Also, I'm terrible at playing with my wife's vagina. I enjoy doing it, but I'm just not good at, even, at it even when I'm listening to what she tells me feels good. Help. Thanks for what you're doing with the show. Great questions. <laughs> Yes, Ears it is. Are up, radar and antennas are up going ding, ding, ding. I'm listening to this one. Right, right. right. So making it fun. I, I guess my first thought on making it fun is, first of all, setting the, the baseline that there are times when it's functional sex. Sure. Right? So, But if, you, if you've been married that long and you can count on both hands the number of times it's fun. Then it's actually fun. Okay. Well, it also then means for both of you to have the conversation of what does fun mean when you're applying it to your sex life. Uh, That's a really good point. Right. Because fun, does that mean you're laughing and, and it's, it's a jovial, engaged, fun time? Or does fun mean passionate and, you know, engrossed and lost in it? Good point. So both of you need to define what that means. Right. What does that actually mean? Um, there is a show, and since he's a binge listener, maybe he's come across this, maybe he hasn't. Uh, episodes 184 and 185, we talk about work sex versus play sex. Okay. Uh, that was with Shannon. Okay. When she was the co-host, and so that's a good uh, jump back to the archives. Perfect. And listen to those guys and see if that helps uh, frame this. But there is this whole concept of how is sex fun, and a lot of it is your attitude you bring to it. The playfulness in which you enter it. Um, what does the floor, foreplay look like? Mm-hmm. Because Schnarch's phrase is foreplay. The type of foreplay, and well, the way he frames it is foreplay determines the type of sex that's about to happen. I, I think that is spot on. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. 
And a lot of couples rush through foreplay. Right. Because right. it's it's enough already. It's time to just move on to the next thing. Right. And we're talking foreplay when you're still in the kitchen cooking dinner. Right? Sure. And that all those things that But let's not necessarily up. answer the second half of his question while while you're in the kitchen still cooking dinner. No, let's Don't not. vaginal play probably let's while cooking dinner. Although stove. maybe you think that's fun. No. <laughs> and if that's the case, go for it. Just watch out for hot dishes. <laughs> all right. Okay. But, <laughs> but it is to 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 set the stage. It really comes down to what's the fun, you know, what does fun mean? Right. Where is foreplay in all of this? Where, how, how do you transition? What is that whole language? What's that all look like as it unfolds? Yeah. But then when you move into the arena of, okay, I don't even know how to play with my wife's vagina, right? There's, and in some regards, you're going to not be alone in that, man. That there's a lot of people that, I mean, Seinfeld, it hit it perfectly for the, I'm dating us in our section of the audience, possibly they will get this reference, but they did an episode where they were talking at the coffee shop. He and George about going down on a woman and he's like, no one really knows what's going on down there. You just close your eyes and hope for the best. <laughs> and, and, and it rang true because that's kind of what a lot of people probably do yeah. is I'm just hoping yeah. And kudos to he's at least trying to listen to her. And he just gets distracted or he loses it or I mean I don't know there's a lot of different variables that come into play. So are you guiding through So this? here's where I want to start is just okay. first off with this whole concept is just talking anatomically. Okay. Right? And so the easiest way to frame this, I do this at the getaway, mm-hmm. I have in the past at least, is look at the, if you hold your hand out, palm up with your fingers, you know, all in Pointing touching in each other. Pointing in front of you, po- touching and, each other. And have other your palm point. face you. Imagine that is a vulva, okay? Which that is the proper term for the female genitalia. Okay. The vagina is a component of this. And so a lot of times when you're talking about interacting with a woman's genitalia, you want to involve all of it, not just the vagina, right? Because for most women, vaginal is not enough stimulation alone for orgasm. The clitoris has to be involved. Well, that's part of the fun stuff beforehand, right? So key here, because I'm going to, I'm stopping you on the anatomy piece to say, Slow down. Go, don't go straight here to where Corey's guiding you. <laughs> Good right? point. Don't do it right away. Cause, don't cause, go south right away. Don't go south right yep, away. That's because this is, this is something you have to build towards. You have to get her engaged. You generally want to start way north and work your way south. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And by way north really means get her brain engaged mm-hmm. first. And so as you're looking at the autonomy Anatomy, thank you. I just lost my wording there. I'm getting all stumbled up You're good. going going You're south. Good. That if you as you're looking at the anatomy, the outer side of your palm, if it's facing you, would be the outer labia. Right. Right? Going down the middle, if you kind of think of this as like almost a canoe, mm-hmm. going down the middle is the inner labia lips. Right in the middle of your palm mm-hmm. is the vaginal opening. Mm-hmm. Right above it is the urethra. Mm-hmm. And then, so, so if you go further north, up towards right in the middle of where your ring finger and middle finger are right almost to the tip, somewhere right there between that knuckle and the and the the, the two knuckles there, yeah, is somewhere around there is where your wife's clitoris is going to be. Okay. Okay. 
but that guy is going to be covered by the clitoral hood. Which is why you got to slow down. Right, because it has to be invited to reveal itself. It does not just reveal itself. It's only going to reveal itself once she's stimulated. Fully and engorged, just analogous yeah. to a man's penis. Mm-hmm. This whole area will get engorged with blood as the arousal goes up. Right. And so a lot of times for a husband, after you start heading south, one of the best, there's, and again, there's variations you can follow with this. But a lot of times, if you're looking at the clitoris, it's not just the clitoral hood right there that's covering it. There's also, um, the clitoris actually is a wishbone inside Mm -hmm. the vulva, and it wraps around both sides of the vaginal opening too. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you can reach it from the mons pubis, which is where the pubic hair is above this whole genitalia area. So like the tip of your fingers area? Even above it. Above that. A little... A little more firm pressure can help mm-hmm. right there before she's really going. Mm-hmm. And then along the outer lip, outer lips on the outside of the vagina is really beneficial mm-hmm. for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. So starting there with your finger, with a tongue, with a toy, with the tip of your penis, there's a lot of different things you can in- in- include here. And using some lube to help with that to... Possibly can, can be helpful as well. Yeah, possibly. Um, one of the ways you can get you can guide on how this is going is how's her lubrication. If your wife has a normal lubrication pattern mm-hmm. after that, she's really going, you'll have enough lube. Right. For most women. Right. Not all. Because right. there's a very again, there's a whole big variety, especially where you are in, in the hormone cycle yep. or stage of life. And if you have to use lube, great. That's use fine. it. <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything's going wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's just understanding, start on the outside and work your way in and slow down. Perfect. (laughs) Don't go too fast with this. Don't rush it. And then after you're on the in part of the of the area, like your palm, go back out. Right. You don't have to just go right in and stay. Work your way around. I think that's a good point. Not staying, whether it be if even at a specific point in the vaginal area or on a nipple, don't just hang out there forever unless she's telling you to. If if she's saying, yes. no, do not walk away from this point that you're at. You're at a great point. Well, stay there. If she's sitting there totally silent, it might mean, okay, I need to change something up. Right. And another thing you can offer up with this is if she's interested, have her put her hand on yours during this and maybe she can help guide absolutely have you you put your hand on hers and follow where she goes if she's interested in in leading in that way sometimes women might want to be vocal about it or if she does it with subtle cues and a lot of these is and this is the reason why i'm starting with anatomy pam is because i think a lot of times a husband we can get so caught up i'll speak for me in my journey of 26 years with you, mm-hmm. but also from men I've heard, I can speak, I think, with with their blessing to be able to say, a lot of times we can get so caught up in, am I doing this right? I'm, I'm following a script that I get lost. Sure. Right? And so it's recognizing if I can understand where things are, it frees me up to just try out different things because I can always go back to, okay, wait, I'll start, I'll back it up. I'll If I started and I went, to the inner part of my hand and the and then analogy we're talking about sure then I, and it's too soon okay i'll go to the outer or i'll go further north 
and right. then we'll go back. And, right. and it's just recognizing there's a pattern and a rhythm we can find with this. And typically it's a, you, you venture in and out and venture in and out and surround and in and out and surround. And then as you're getting closer and closer to her reaching climax, that's when you're coming closer and closer into the middle. And you're in your leg. That's where you're resting and landing there. Right. Right. Because right. you do not want to, if she is revved up and working and is almost to the point, don't then all of a sudden go back out. Yeah. Unless you're wanting to practice edging, which that's a whole nother component that is a power move that a lot of couples find incredibly beneficial. But it's also but have her buy in on that. Have her right? know it's yes. Don't have her know that's coming. Sometimes it can be kind of cruel. You're like, what? <laughs> that, that, oh, my gosh. You just left the best spot. Right. I think so as we're talking about this to me the the fun aspect of it um I think we shortchanged that we didn't give him very much on how to make it fun okay but I and I think that plays directly in with his comfortableness with the vaginal area absolutely because if there's not fun then and even confidence with the Con- way it's well, approached. See, I think confidence is the word right there. If there's not fun and he doesn't feel like he knows that area of the body, then there would be this lack of confidence or lack of yeah, potentially what would feel like forgiveness if something doesn't go great in that arena. Right. Uh, so, so trying to be playful. And even that is simple ways to be playful. You know, I mean costumes and different things like that that maybe you do or she just comes out with a strand of beads on or you just come out with a strand of beads on yeah and that's it um little things like that that yeah there's there's a variety out of your comfort zone get out of your comfort zone right and that might make her laugh but it lightens the mood if if you guys are both coming at this maybe feeling a little bit tense because you want it to be good right do something that's out of your comfort zone right. to maybe stretch that anxiety level. Yep. And then the other last things I would add, this builds off of the confidence thing you just touched on, Pan, is while your fingers, I'm a, and I'm kind of framing this as if this is all being done digitally with your fingers. Right. Um, if that's the case, what are you doing with your mouth while your fingers are working? Are you sure. kissing? Sure. Are you on a nipple? Are you, you know... It, it, again, it depends on your position, because if you're positioned down between her legs, it's harder to have, you know, your mouth could be involved in other ways, sure. orally, but there's still elements of what's your whole body doing in this, mm-hmm. not just your fingers. You know, are you engaged with her? Are you looking into her eyes? Mm-hmm. Right? That's a huge component of my whole self is here. It's not just my fingers doing something. Mm-hmm. Right? Are you engaged? And if you uh, slide down between her legs for oral stimulation and you're doing this with your tongue, it's the same premise. Right? I mean, one of the techniques I've come across for oral sex um, on a woman is work your way through the alphabet with your tongue, spell out the letters. You could do that with your fingers too. Sure. Right. And so this is some of those. Okay. I could go back to that because that adds variety. It'll touch on something and then it moves away from it. Because for most women, variety matters until you get to the end. Whereas most men, it's just stroke it. (laughs) Right. Right. Because if you look at the masturbatory paths most take, 
for men, it's just, ah, I kind of had, I know how to do this, right? It's just okay. the same thing over and over and over and over and over until we reach the end. Okay. Not that men don't enjoy variety. I'm not even going to go let that slip by because they do. Okay. <laughs> right. But it's still seeing it as most men, we get caught up in, well, it works on me. So I'll just find one spot and go all, go as far as I can with it. Gotcha. Right? And that's when you're sitting there talking, no, you got to move on to something different. Gotcha. And so sometimes just having a plan in your mind of, all right, I'll see how far I can get through the alphabet with this till she really starts reacting to my hand and to me. And then I kind of start working a rhythm and a pattern. Because to me, as you get further into this whole process, rhythm is what matters then. Mm-hmm. It's, it's finding a good one that she can start to read you and knowing, all right. And so it's almost you're taking the lead. After she's guided some to get it started. Yeah. And I'm curious if she speaks up at all during sex, because uh, that can certainly be helpful to her and to you. Yep. Uh, if you, so if she's not, maybe he can take the lead in yep. speaking up. It's okay to ask a question. It's okay to say what you like. And it's also okay to get the, you know what? No, not that. Totally and, fine. And don't, don't lose it. And don't, oh, hey. Just, okay, try something different. Right. Move to something a, a different way. Switch positions. Shift it up. Go to the other side of her. I mean, there's a variety of different things you can do. But a lot of times, it's learning anatomy makes a huge difference. Yeah. Because to this emailer, um, my journey has been along the lines of yours. That I don't know. We never even had a conversation within the first seven years, ten years of our marriage. How many times was it fun? But when I went to school and actually got some anatomy training in my doc program, it was it opened up a whole new realm. It did. Yeah. I can't say that sex was that fun before because, that. Because then it became, yeah. oh, that's how that works. Let's see it in action. Let's try this. You know, oh, that was fabulous. And it's because <laughs> my confidence went up because I felt I had a better understanding of what was going on for both of us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this is is just recognizing it doesn't it matters what you do, but it matters who you are even more. Oh, well, true. Yes. So, it's it's keeping that in perspective. But a combination of both of them can be <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> well stated, but Oh, and slow down. And go slow, exactly. But that's let us know how that goes on is that enough? Does that get you started? Because, again, every woman is different. Every man is different. And so I can give you the basics in this regard, in this conversation. But then what you do with it needs to be applicable to what's your unique skill set and situation and touch points and and and, and just the dynamics between you and what's going on. Yeah, but email or call in with more details that you want to glean or more info you'd like us to discuss. Would love to have you follow up again. And enjoy the journey. Well, I hope that uh, you got all your shopping done, Pam, during what what do we have nowadays? Black Friday, Cyber Cyber Monday, Monday. Small Business Saturday, Saturday, Sex Tuesday. I got that shopping. Wait, what? (laughs) What is that? (laughs) I just just made one up there. Um, Don't buy that, please. Fair enough. Fair enough. Earn it. Earn it in your marriage. Um, 
Now, <laughs> as, as you head into the holiday season, I know there's a lot of different things that people can face yeah. when you're dealing with the holidays. And so the hope would be, um, how do you make sure you set little markers or visual cues or reminders to keep the important the important? And not let the immediate outweigh it all. Yeah. Because we can get so derailed if we listen to Madison Avenue and Wall Street on, here's what you should be doing this holiday. And here's what, you know, I mean, if Amazon has their way, their way, we all won't have any money. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, spend it with the people that you love. Right. And, and direct the stuff towards them. Yeah. And steal the time with them because, man, we don't know how long we got. That's right. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Um, if we left something undone, let us know, 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. See you next time.